0: So I want to talk about a couple of concepts that are near and dear to my heart. Asset accumulation and allocation. Um, it's my simple investment philosophy. Now, here's the thing I think um, people don't talk about in a lot of spaces. So, uh, first off, I don't, I don't think people talk about cash being worthless. enough. Cash is worthless. Um, they print too much of it. It's not backed by anything but sad government promises, and it legitimately is a worthless piece of paper. Now. There is hope because you could take that worthless piece of paper and actually get something valuable with it, like uh, like stocks, bonds. Bonds are questionable these days, considering they're not very inflation proof if they're U.S. Yes, Treasury is. But if you if you go upon the philo- if you go upon the mindset and the philosophy that cash is legitimately trash and that you don't want to hold any of it,
1: um, yeah, you just want to try to avoid holding it. Um, to the best of your ability. And the way I look at it is very simple. Um, What was I going to say? Anyway, it's
0: simple, simple. So the whole thing, um, I I accumulate as many assets as I can with as much cash as I can because eventually cash is going to become worthless due to a hyperinflation because of the amount of money that we print on such a daily basis. People like Joe Biden are single-handedly ruining our economy um, by overprinting money, uh, creating way too much demand, and artificially inflated demand, um, which is putting loads of pressure on our supply chain. So there's just a lot of things going on. Um, Basically, the number one rule of economics is don't fucking print money. It's that freaking simple. I mean, like, it's like rule 101. (laughs) That's the number one rule. Um... The problem is our our economy's definitely in a bubble for sure. Look, inflation does have some benefit. In some theories, they do say that inflation is necessary for growth. And I can concur with this. But I can also agree that if we Well, one can also agree that too much um too much inflation is just bad. Um I mean it gets to the point if you keep printing trillions and trillions of dollars, fun fact, and this is one of the last facts I noticed. Um, 40% of all dollars within all the dollars in circulation, by the way, all time by 40%, all printed within twenty in 2020 and 2021. Doesn't that spell something for you? That spells there's too much. There's a circulating supply of money. Too much of it's been printed. That means whatever you have becomes less valuable and even more or less valuable over time. The point is inflation affects us all more than we realize we will have to cut back. Like that's just the point. Like as a consumer, I've had to cut back. As an investor, I keep investing just because I know that prices are going to rise, and um, I know the one asset that is virtually uh inflation proof, and I wouldn't say it's completely, but it's barely inflation proof, and that's stocks. I would rather be in stocks if they're gonna if they're gonna overly inflate everything because I'm not going to be stuck saving money. Saving money is the
1: stupidest thing you could do. It's like gold. I'll give you an example. Gold. What? Okay. Gold is pretty rare.
0: I wouldn't say it's like super rare, but it's rare enough to where it's valuable, right? And the scarcity is makes it valuable. Well, what if I found a way to make gold out of thin air? Let's say, you know, or maybe I found a way to mine asteroids and actually bring a shit ton of gold down to Earth. Suddenly, we would have such an abundance of gold, right, on Earth, to the point to where the value of whatever gold you have becomes less valuable, right? Well. That's what's happening with the dollar. We keep printing more and more dollars, and what happens is the value of the actual dollar, it still remains a dollar, a dollar still remains a dollar, but the fun fact of the matter is everything else around you becomes more expensive. So what good is saving a dollar if it doesn't go up with inflation? That's why if you were to put a dollar, let's say there was a dollar stock that actually did go up, right? So instead of taking that dollar and saving it in your bank account, you could take that dollar, and put it into an asset that'll actually grow over time and compound. So stocks, bonds are, are okay. I'm still a stocks guy. I'm I really um I would rather have my money, I'd rather have my foot in this, in stocks for sure. Without a doubt. Like I I see no other asset class. I mean, like I'm still in real estate, obviously I'm exposed to real estate. I try to be in gold. If I'm gonna have any spare cash on hand, it's just gonna be in gold ETFs. So I put that cash into gold ETFs until I decide what I want to do with it. Um and yeah, the price of gold fluctuates, but honestly during inflationary times, I'd rather store my money in straight up gold. To be quite frank. That's the real money. And even and the thing is I don't have any real gold. I just have gold ETFs. That's pretty much it. Um but I do, it's funny, so I, I always tell people I play both sides of the market, I play both sides of the UVXY pretty effectively using a combination of put options, and I just buy stock slowly. But the point is, the reason I do it is because I, I have this sixth sense that a real correction could happen, a real stock market crash can happen, and this isn't a bad thing, it's just a likely possibility. And um, the more I look at everything, I think the more, the more people say the market isn't going to crash, the more I believe it will because I've learned that when everybody says something's not going to happen and everybody's saying it, typically that bad thing can happen. Um, at least when it comes to the market, um, it's gotten too inflated. There has to be a correction. There has to be a sell off. And I think it's going to happen at some point because we're, we're living in the time of the bubble. Um, we're living in a huge
1: bubble and, uh, we're just going to have to accept that we're in ish times, baby. Um, I don't know. I I feel like part of me is just, I want to say to hell with it. You know what I mean?
0: Because the reason I accumulate assets, the reason I allocate assets into different asset classes is because I want to remain absolutely protected. Staying in cash. um, The only time you should stay in cash is if you anticipate a market crash is happening. So you could buy more of the overall market. That's one of the best. That's one of the best things you could do. Can do actually. Um, but we've been on a bull run for too long, and the thing is, I mean, hell, if the Fed keeps printing money at the way they're doing it so cheaply, like there's the interest rates are still low, so stock market's gonna keep going up until until the Fed actually starts actually lowering, uh, sorry, raising the interest rates on on all this. So once interest rates start raising, it's gonna be way more expensive to to borrow money, and the um the desire to borrow money will be less and less. But yeah, when it's cheap to borrow money, man.
1: It's cheap. Everybody's doing it. So, it's a tough situation. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's one of the reasons
0: why I continue to bet against the markets. And I think it's the the smartest thing you can do is to bet against the markets while betting for the markets. Because look, I don't know if it's going to keep going up for a while. I don't know if it's going to go into the worst bear market of all time in the next two days. I really don't know. And I don't purport, I don't believe I know every single contingency of the market. I just don't. I would like to think I have some
1: general ideas, but a lot of the times I can be wrong. That's just a fact. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited um, about... I, I hate to
0: be excited about a market crash, but we kind of had this coming. And if, if people aren't preparing for a market crash, if people don't have instruments to bet against the market, then, you know, that's kind of on them, man. I, I, if you see, a lot of this happened because I asked myself the question how do I bet against the market? You know, how do I bet against the market if I need to? And I found UVXY is still my favorite instrument to do so. Um, leveraged ETFs are. Probably my favorite thing in the world. I'm a huge fanboy of leverage ETFs. I'm in love. If there was if there was anything I could say that I love a lot, um, it's the leverage ETF for sure. I love. Oh my god, I I just can't. I just can't say enough about how much I love. How much I
1: love leverage ETFs. So. This is how I live my life, baby. But. Ah, but yeah, I think um, at the rate everything's going, it, it, it things are getting more interesting over the years and over time. And uh, I don't know. It's so much. Fun. I just kind of realized something. I uh, actually, I actually I actually got so my my girlfriend. She didn't like this the
0: wise watch, I guess, so she gave it to me. She didn't like the way it counted the steps. Um, I kind of like it. It's all right. I think the the reason she didn't like it, though, is because she does like to look at her phone when she's walking a little bit, and when you're holding your phone, right, and you have the watch on one hand, she likes to use two hands. I just use one, and I really don't even like to be on my phone when I'm walking, so it's actually kind of nice to have this little wristband, but it wouldn't really count her steps when she was holding her phone like this. Uh, but when I, I usually walk, you know, with my hands to my side and blah, 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 you know, walking like a gangster. So, I mean, it works for me. So uh, I've been kind of wanting to slowly pay her back for it, give her some more money for it just because I, I care about her. I care about her lots.
1: So. But um, let's see what else we're going to talk about here. Um, uh, My buddy's been giving me a run for my money in chess play chess uh, chess.com app
0: it's really fun um but yeah i think at this point you want to make sure you're you're exposed to as many uh different asset classes but within within every asset class within like whether it's stocks whether it's bonds you want to make sure you're diversified in stocks diversified in bonds you want to make sure you're diversified in real estate you want to make sure you're diversified in uh gold i you can't really diversify in gold uh maybe precious metals you could diversify get gold silver combinations um uh commodities you want to be diversified in car- commodities um any sector where there's mass diversification it does i wouldn't say completely protects you but it does um oh, what is the word, it does protect you from increased volatility, um, is the growth factor always great, um, I wouldn't say it's always perfect, so I can't always guarantee the growth factor is gonna be stellar, but you gotta keep in mind, man, that, um, it's just, it's all how it works, but, um, trying to think if there's anything else I kinda of wanna talk about here with you guys, um, I mean, really, asset accumulation. What I mean by asset accumulation, by the way, so allocation is where you get assets in different classes, right? But asset accumulation is important too. The reason I like to accumulate assets, I'm just a hoarder. I'm like, I I collect assets the way like kids collect Pokemon cards. You know, I used to collect Hot Wheels, I used to collect Pokemon cards, but I like to accumulate as many assets as I can in different asset classes. So being exposed to all these different asset classes is really impre- is really fun, really impressive. So um, it's a way for me to... First off, I hate keeping money in my bank account. And first off, I hate keeping cash in my fucking wallet. I hate it. Like, I don't mind having money in my bank account. Don't get me wrong. You should always have a sizable amount of money just sitting there, just in case. Because you never know. Maybe I need more money when, uh, when a market crash happens. Uh, it's just... I know the economy is dancing on a knife's edge, and I'm not going to underestimate a market crash. You can never underestimate these things, but you can also never underestimate the fact that since the Fed continues to print money so quickly and crazily, um, that obviously stock prices are going to continue to go up, but that's just another opportunity for me to collect on the UVXY and also let my put contracts increase in value. Increase in value. Oh, either way, it's a win-win situation. Either way, seriously, you guys, it's a win-win situation for me, and I'm... Couldn't be happier, to be honest. <laughs> but no, I do want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. Uh, do me a favor, have sex with the like button, have sex with the subscribe button, and uh, try not to jizz on my face too much, everybody. Not nice. You shouldn't do that to people. Um, <laughs> no, but I do want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. You guys can always watch any other content, but you choose to watch my delinquent ass talk about finance and do hit pieces on... Scammer YouTube artists. um, There's a lot of scammers out there. But uh, but yeah, I want just to just accumulate as many assets as you can. Accumulate stocks, accumulate bonds. Get exposed to them if you want. If you want, get index funds. Get the total bond market. If you want, you can get the total bond market ETF for Vanguard. You can get the total stock market for the VTI or whatever. I can't remember all the symbols. You can get the Vanguard total stock market. Or if you want, you don't want the total stock market, you can get the S&P 500, which is the 500 best companies. You get the Vanguard S&P 500, and you get just about anything, man. It's all there. Index funds are pretty much, I wouldn't say proven, but they're pretty proven. They got a good track record. But you get the Spider Gold ETF. Um, I know their expense ratios are a little higher than most, but it's still worth it because the fees that it would cost to store gold yourself equate to about the same amount for the expense ratio. So, Well, I wouldn't say about the same amount, but you know what I mean. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, you're better off
1: just going with a gold ETF in my opinion. Allegedly. No, just kidding. Uh, kidding. But Yeah,
0: gold is definitely a good one. Um, Yeah, just don't hold cash. Long-term saving money is bad. Saving money is dumb. Try to rack up as many assets as you can because, look, if you don't have assets, you're never going to get rich. You you can get rich through assets over time. Um, I do believe that I do believe in being wealthy and healthy, and I do believe that asset allocation and asset accumulation allow you can allow you to be super wealthy over the long term, so it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. So I want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. Um, stay safe, stay sexy, stay healthy, and have an incredible rest of the day, and have fun and get into different real estate. Uh, sorry, not real estate. Get into different index funds that are actually good index funds. Look them up, see if they're reputable. Anything that's Vanguard is usually pretty tip- typically good. Um, there's no guarantee things will go up, sometimes they'll go down. Um, just remember, investing has its own risks, so keep that in mind, but have an incredible rest of the day and stay safe, stay sexy, have fun. later guys.